Happy Saturday, everybody. Welcome back to the Two Marks and Spark Wrestling Podcast brought to you by ExpressVPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash spark to get three free months when you sign up for the 12-month package. That is 15 months of the best VPN on the internet. All right. Hi, Bryce. You're back. Yes, I am. This is me, Bryce. Dave's been here. Dave's been here the last couple weeks. We didn't have an AEW Week in Review last week, but we had a whole bunch of interviews come out. Uh, more to come, including one I'm really excited about that Bryce doesn't even know about yet because I don't know the date on it. But sure. let's get right into this. This fucking week sucked, really. I mean, other by than... the way, by the by the way, we're we're going to uh, full gear next week. Yeah, we already announced that, but we are going. There will be a review of both full gear and the rampage that precedes it. I don't know when that's going to come out yet because I don't know when we're recording it yet because I have to go 288 miles to go to full gear. Expect it at some point on the front half of the following week. Or we okay. just record it on our phones and call it there, but I don't want to do that to your ears, so don't expect that. Um, like it all. I wouldn't do that to you. Um, let's start with the releases. Just get it out of the way get the pain out of the way now now let, let me let me say um none of these liked, are a surprise none of these are a surprise but like there is one that made me laugh a little bit uh a couple of these made me laugh we'll get into it uh keith lee um that is big sad not surprised is, not surprised but upsetty spaghetti i am i mean he's gonna show up somewhere else he's gonna be on tv somewhere uh, Karrion Cross, probably yeah. Impact, going back to Impact. Uh, Nia Jax, that one was a real shocker. Uh, not necessarily a bad one, but just like a shock. Like, holy shit, they finally did it. After uh, she nearly killed Kyrie Sane. All right, anyway. Uh, Eva Marie? Yep, Eva Marie, Ember Moon, Mia Yim, Harry Smith, Lince Dorado, Grand Metalik, Jeet Rama, Katrina Cortez, Trey Baxter, Zeta Ramirez. Jesse Kamea, that's another surprise. BFAB, who they just called up and signed a new contract last week. Oni Lorcan, Frankie Monet, uh, Taya Valkyrie, and Scarlett Boudreaux. Uh, oh, boy. Where do we start with this? I don't want to spend too much time on this because this all sucks, but... I mean, let's just talk about which ones upset us the most. I mean, how, um, do, how do you fuck up Karrion and Scarlett? That one upsets me. I'm very upset about Ember Moon being... Uh, let go. Uh, I, I'm not. I I expected it two years ago. I mean, I I I, th I think she's really talented, and I I think it's a fucking shame. Right, but this is all a business move because they're just prepping to sell. I mean, that's just really what it is. Yeah. Um, they literally brought Ty Valkyrie in like not that long ago. It was this year. They brought Harry Smith in right before WrestleMania. Because remember, he did that Bloodsport show, and then he signed with WWE, and now he's gone. She, he did a dark match. He did a dark match, and they never used him on TV, and now he's gone, and they could have done so much with that. Um, I don't know, like, how do you mess up Mia Yim? I, th they did. Eva Marie is hilarious in so many ways uh, because they looked like they were going to put the strap on her and then realized, oh, shit, she can't wrestle. <laughs> And how many weeks of fucking vignettes did we have to watch on Raw before they brought her in? Matches between her and Dewdrop. 
God, don't that that SummerSlam angle was a freaking waste of time. It sure was. Because now Alexa's just not there, and Eva's gone, and Bray is gone, and what are they? What are they doing? WWE is puzzling right now. From a booking perspective alone, I mean. I, I... I don't, un- like, usually it's just garbage. Now it's just kind of confusing. I mean, it still sucks, but it's like, <sighs> it's starting to confuse me. This more is than weird. This is all weird. Like, that's the, these releases are purely from a business spent, business side. I mean, as it was explained to me, this is them just trimming fat, but like, yeah, that's true, but it's because... The only reason some of these people were quote unquote fat to be trimmed was because they didn't know how to use them. And I guess that's their fault. But at the same time, these people are losing their jobs because of it. Granted, 99.9999% of these people are going to be working in 90 days or less because Harry Smith's going to go back to GCW. Keith Lee's going to turn up somewhere sooner rather than later. I can't imagine Karrion Cross is going to go without work. Grand Metalik was kind of a surprise because he's been there forever. I, I mean, Taya Valkyrie, like, she hasn't been off Impact TV long enough to not bring her back. I mean, I'm surprised John Morrison wasn't cut. Um, Because they cut his wife. So, I, I don't know, man. It, it sucks, but, like, I'm past the point of being angry about it. I, I kind of don't care anymore. I mean, we're, 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 we're kind of desensitized to it at this point. And that's the unfortunate part is dozens of people have been cut and they're doing record profits. But again, they're prepping to sell. So I, I guess I get it from that perspective of this is a business preparing to be sold. They need to keep the profits up. They need to keep going up. So do, do we want to talk about Moxley? I guess we have to. I mean, what's what's there to say? So, Tuesday night, Tony Khan puts out a tweet. I'm not going to read it verbatim here. You can go find it. It's pretty long. But he basically says John Moxley has approved Tony Khan's ability to make public that he is entering uh, alcohol rehab. At, uh, remove wrestling from this. We hope he gets better as quick as he can, obviously. Um, right. th- th- there's just really and... not much else we can say about it. I, I think it's really good that he got help, and that's just that takes a lot of bravery. And I'm just happy to see that, you know, he did it. Right, so. and, and we're not going to talk too much about it because obviously we don't know what happened. We don't know what led to this. There's no reason to talk about it too much, other than the fact that it happened because it does involve something that happened on Dynamite. It, hel- it involves a couple things actually, so I figured we should mention it. But I don't want to go too much into it. What we've said is all we really need to say. Uh, let's talk about this Dynamite show. They were in Independence, Missouri, which I guess is a suburb of Kansas City. Okay. Uh, we had our normal commentary team of Two Shits and Tony Schiavone. Um, they were fine. The commentary on the show was especially bad, uh, <laughs> as compared to usual. But it kicks off with Omega versus Angels. This was a really good match. It was a good match last year when they didn't have a crowd. It was even better this year when they did have a crowd. Uh, Omega wins. 
and then Hangman comes out and says, you got 10 days, Kenny. Cherish it. And it certainly seems like they're maybe setting up for Hangman to win the belt. I have to imagine this is going to be the one. Okay, so I was talking to Devlin about this earlier. And we both agree that Hangman is probably winning the belt, but there is definitely a world where he doesn't, and it makes sense, and they make it work. Um, I, I could see Kenny retaining. I could too, but... I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the story of he's gonna drop it before that, but I do get what you're saying. It would it would still be feasible, right? It's not impossible that Omega beats Hangman and keeps and going. I, here. I wouldn't complain, right? I, I would be I would really be wondering what would happen afterwards. I I mean it would be Brian Danielson, but I mean, do you really want to put the belt on Brian this quick? In I maybe you do. Maybe it makes sense to do that. I mean, there's an argument that could be made that Brian probably should win the belt. It's it's not what I would do. No, it's not what I... No, it, it doesn't make any sense, but... I mean, long-term it makes sense, but short-term it really makes no effing sense whatsoever. Uh, then well, we get a vignette of uh, Malachi Black. This was awesome. He basically is talking right to Tony Khan, and he said that it wouldn't have the desired effect when Julius Caesar was killed. I can't remember the name of the guy that he said, but it was not only whoever it was that betrayed him, that betrayed him. And uh, we'll get more into that later. And then uh, CM Punk comes out and we did not get happy punk tonight. We got pissed off punk. Um, and man, punk, if Punk wasn't actually mad, he sure acted like it here because he looked pretty warmed up. Uh, he basically said that there's two people aren't here right now and one has a good reason and his name is John Moxley. And he said, I don't want to hear my name chanted. I want to hear Moxley's. And he doesn't want anybody to criticize John. He's goddamn proud of him. So on and so forth. And he said, that brings me to Eddie Kingston, the second guy who's not here tonight. You're not here, so I can't ask you to your face, so I have to do this. Last week you interrupted me, and I don't like being interrupted. <laughs> and this promo was really good, but I think the promo they did last night on Rampage was even better. Uh, he says, I'd fight him, but guess what? He's not here. Full gear is an option, but St. Louis is up the road, and if you've got the balls, I'll be there on Rampage to accept your apology for interrupting me. This is Storyline Booking 101. Marvez is backstage with the Super Click. Is it... Oh, we God. Is oh, it... God. Where's Don Callis? <laughs> we haven't seen him in a bit. Is Don... Okay, I have a theory. Here's where Don Callis is. Don Callis is getting his head shined. And it's just taking an absorbently long time. Taking a long time, and they they happen to do these segments at just the worst possible times. Now, we got we got another we got another uh, surprise Luchasaurus appearance again tonight. Oh, jeez! 
Okay, so... Ben, ben and I, I at least like it when this happens because it makes me break out laughing every time I see it. Oh, I love it. It's just like you get like a close shot on somebody and then you just hear like a... Just in the background and then it just pans over and this just absolute unit appears that is Luchasaurus. And it's always, and everyone acts so surprised, and it is just the funniest thing ever. <laughs> and we got that again, right here during this uh, super click segment. Cole basically said that the Bucks, that him and the Bucks are going to remind everyone how tough they are. Christian interrupts them. This leads into a giant fist fight in the back, and they brawl out to the. To the ramp and it ends with a concerto to Adam Cole I think Christian was like actually checking on Adam to make sure he wasn't dead because uh, he hit him pretty hard and it gets announced on Rampage I guess I'll just say it here because this does lead into that that it has been announced that at full gear it's going to be the super click versus um, Lucha Cage because <laughs> I can't think of another name for him it's going to be false it's going to be false count anywhere at the pay-per-view, so there you go. Is, is, is Luchasaurus going to, like, get thrown into our seats? <laughs> Buddy, we're in, like, the 22nd row. You're you telling me it's impossible? Uh, I'm, I'm not saying anything's impossible, but I'm saying it's not very likely. Uh... We go to the AAA Tag Team Open Challenge. Um, this was fine. It, it underwhelmed Aerostar and Samurai Del Sol, a.k.a. Kalisto. This was fine. I honestly expected a little bit more from this match. Right, they showed Darby. That led to something later that was amazing, but we'll get to that. Uh... Shivani is backstage where he presents Sheeta with her plaque for winning 50 matches. Nyla and Vicky came to uh, mock Sheeta, and Nyla said she'll be facing Sheeta in the TBS tournament, and it'll be an easy night. Really, Nyla? Because the last time you faced Sheeta, you lost. Um, <laughs> just, <laughs> just saying. I, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but, like, that's what happened. Then we got the inner circle in the ring. Jericho looks like he's lost, like, 15 pounds since the last time I saw him. Uh, I don't think that's actually what happened. I think they just shot him a little differently. Uh, <laughs> this, this, this segment took an interesting turn. This was amazing. This was a really good segment. Uh, can you say comedic relief I mean that's really what this was but it was great <laughs> it made me laugh a lot it was really good they go back and forth my favorite line was Paige wants to be Paige Van Zant wanted in on the match which obviously just wasn't going to effing happen this is an impact good lord and she said she wanted to take on all five of the Inner Circle members by herself. <laughs> <laughs> to which Jericho responds, that joke writes itself, doesn't it? 
Yeah. Mm. Oh my goodness. And they ended up choosing Dan Lambert, so it's gonna be. Hold on. I... <laughs> Dan Lambert's in this match. <laughs> this show's gonna be great. Anyway, so it ended up being the Inner Circle versus Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky, Junior Dos Santos, Andre Arlovsky, and Dan Lambert. What the hell? That's a Minneapolis street fight, whatever that means. I don't think there's ever been one of those before. Are we are we gonna see Chris Jericho like beat up on Dan Lambert? <laughs> I really yeah. I really hope they don't pin Lambert. That would be an underwhelming finish to that match, but <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> oh my goodness. We go to a much less funny segment. And really, this part of the show is where it lulls out for about 15 minutes. Uh, Matt Seidel challenges Dante Martin and Leo Rush with Seidel's new tag partner, Lee Moyarty, to which Bryce responded, who? And I responded... I, 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 I had no idea who this was. And I responded, he's good, we're fine. Uh, <laughs> like, wait, but where's he actually from, though? Like, I, I actually don't know. <laughs> uh, d- d- developmental. Uh, AEW developmental. Uh, then we go to Anna J versus Jamie Hader. Talk about underwhelming. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. Mm. These are two I, really good wrestlers who had zero chemistry, and this suffered. It it showed a lot. Um, Jamie won, which again poor booking, but I, I expect that with this women's division now. I'm not even mad about it anymore. I mean, it has is... Jamie Hader won a match on TV since before this? I don't know, and frankly, I could look it up, but you know what? It is 2 in the morning. I'm not going to do that. I don't think it really matters at the end of the day. Not really. Uh, then we got MJF in the ring for another fantastic segment. There, there were so many good lines from MJF here. Now... That... This show stuttered at various points. When I say stuttered, I don't mean technical difficulties. I mean this show just, like, took a nosedive for a minute and then pulled the nose back up on it. And after that Jay Hader match, I'd started losing hope for this show because we'd had, like, a good match and a good segment, but that had been about it. It was it was a very all right show up to this point. And... It, it fixes itself towards the end here. And MJF and Darby go back and forth for a bit before they brawl. This brawl was awesome. This ruled. And MJF ends up retreating, cursing at Darby, and they're set for full gear. As of right now, I believe that that is set to be a singles match. Just a straight-up one-on-one. That is still set to just be normal one-on-one. I would not be surprised if they slapped a step on that. Why they haven't already, I don't know, unless they're going to do another match. Uh, then we got Cody Rhodes versus Andrade. This was a really good match. And, I mean, really good. It ends up with FTR interfering, hitting Cody with the AAA tag belts. And then Andrade gets the win off his stupid DDT. That I still hate that move. I still think it's a dumb, 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 dumb move. Get a better finisher. Get a better finisher. I love you, Andrade, but get a better finisher. 
and it ends in a giant brawl with Andrade, FTR, Arn, Tully, the Lucha Bros, and the Babyface's clean house, and that's pretty much the end of that. Again, overall, this show had not been anything special up to this point, and it really didn't have a whole lot of time left. So, Shivani interviews Silver about his upcoming match against Adam Cole on Rampage. We'll talk more about that in a minute. And Silver makes a budge joke and calls him a budge ass, and he says he's going to kick some budge ass and blah 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 moving on. Orange Cassidy versus Miro. In the about one about as exactly as I could expect. Right. Cassidy got some offense in. Miro looked like a monster. Worth noting, this was supposed to be Cassidy versus Moxley. I can't help but think that might have been a better match. It definitely would have been a better match. And I really like Miro, by the way. Um, but I just I couldn't get into this one. Miro wins. I, there's always so much you can do. I don't think these two had the best chemistry. They did what they could. No, they've wrestled before, and it's never been anything special, and this yeah, was no different. It was it was average. The show goes off the air with Danielson wanting a handshake from Miro, but Miro did not want to shake his hand because Miro is a heel. So, overall, Dynamite this week gets a B. From me, at least. Maybe, maybe a B- minus from me. Um... I don't know. Just, Some of those matches towards the end were just like uh Again, but this was still infinitely more enjoyable than anything WWE's done in oh, yeah, 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 a yeah, while. Yeah. It, it's just, it was it was average. You this know? was a it maintenance was, show. That's really what this was. Yeah, th- it, this was the down week. And this it feels like, week. and it feels like maybe that, you know, some unforeseen circumstances with a couple different people, not just Moxley, but Kingston wasn't there, and it feels like they had more planned and just couldn't do all of it. Right, so they were probably filling time here and there, which it, it kind of felt like, so... But this Rampage show kind of picked up where Dynamite left off and kind of pulled the nose up on everything, because I don't think there was a bad second on this Rampage show, really. No, it was it was a lot better. We got Brian Danielson versus Anthony Bowens. Danielson wins with the uh, LaBelle lock. This was great. This was probably Anthony Bowens' best match that um, I've seen anyway. I, I We were talking about this as they were opening. This was the funniest uh, acclaimed entrance to date. Oh, this was great. He mentioned uh, that Brian Danielson's too busy growing cucumbers. <laughs> And the acclaim said they cost people more jobs than uh, Danielson's father-in-law, John Laurinaitis. This was, this was great. It, it got me laughing, which I usually don't do during the acclaimed openings. But no, I it, I cannot stand Max Caster's raps. But but today it made me it made me laugh a little bit. It gave me a little chuckle. Uh, not a laughing great. matter, however, and they made it very serious, very quick. CM Punk and Eddie Kingston. This was phenomenal. This was... This felt very real. For how not real I'm sure it was. Uh, as, as as not real as it was, it almost made me uncomfortable. And Which the is... brawl after was so convincing. Yeah, like this. this was like... 
they did a damn good. They both did a damn good job. On they were segment. referencing ROH a lot. They mentioned Samoa Joe. They mentioned Amazing Red, who got a pop and a half for a guy who's not even there. That makes me wonder if they're going to bring Red in for something. But I mean, is he still wrestling? Didn't he get like a really bad injury? Hold on. I I don't know. I'm pretty sure they mentioned homicide at some point too. Well, homicide's already been there. I would be very surprised if Homicide doesn't turn up again here pretty soon. I guess Amazing Red is still wrestling. Where's yeah. he at? What's he doing? Indies. Ah. Tony, call him. Uh <laughs> call. Pay him like five grand. I'm sure he'll show up. So after this, we go backstage. After they go back and forth, he calls Kingston a Punk calls Kingston a bum. It's just this long, drawn-out back and forth. In the back, Jungle Boy, Christian, and Luchasaurus challenge the Bucks and Adam Cole to a False Count Anywhere match, which has already been confirmed as happening. Then we go to Red Velvet versus the Bunny. This was a good match. It was really short, though. I would have given this more time, but this was a good match. Well, what's what was the timestamp on this? It was like uh, I had it, it at like, three forty. Yeah, it was like it was like three and a half minutes or something. It, it was short. Um, it did the was, job, but it did the job. It did the job. There was a lot. There was a long commercial break in between this and the main event. By the way, like, by the way, I I didn't realize this, but this does set up Velvet and Jade again. Yeah, it does, and I don't know how many one on one matches they've had, but I guess I could check. It's like it's been like two or three, so this is plus the like, tag match with Shaq and Cody. If, if you count that, then it's four probably. So that was really the... that was really an exhibition, but so this is gonna be like the fifth match. I mean, they've they've spread them out. Well, this is the first one in quite a bit. Right? They so... had. I think they only had one one-on-one match. Hold on, let me just Google it. I can. It's it's been a while. Regardless. I can't remember. They were still in Jacksonville the last time they did it, so it's been a while. Yeah, it's at least been a few months. At least. Uh, they give the rundown for next week's card, which is Pack versus Dax Harwood, which is teased earlier in this show with a promo that I forgot to take notes on. I'm not going to lie to you. Pretty much all Dax did was call out... Uh, pack and the mjf took a bunch of andrade's money a six-woman tag gets announced this is going to be really good thunder rosa Tay conti and jade anna j was i about to say jade cargill goodness gracious anna j against dr Britt baker rebel and jamie Hayter. keep rebel out of the ring and that's going to be a great match matt seidel and lee moyarty against dante martin and leo rush this was a surprise brian danielson versus rocky romero coming over from new japan that is gonna be a hell of a match. That's, this is gonna. This is looking like it's gonna be a hell of a show. And then we get a title, world title match, contract signing for Full Gear between Adam Page and Kenny Omega. And they also announced that it's gonna be Punk and Kingston officially, which we pretty much knew. I didn't think they were gonna do this a week ahead of a pay per view. I mean, why would they do this on Dynamite right before a pay per view? It doesn't make any sense. They're going to do it at full gear. That makes sense. Jurassic, Jurassic Cage against the Super Click. False Count Anywhere. We already knew about that. 
Then we got Adam Cole versus John Silver. This was good. I didn't hate it. I liked this match. I liked this whole show. I thought this whole show was really fun. I got more out of John Silver than I was expecting. Yeah, they went so... like 10, 11 minutes, and it was it was a good show. And it was a great way to end the show. And Cole wins, because of course he does. But this Rampage gets an A. Yeah, this was... This redeemed... Well, I can't say redeemed, because I, I need to not stop acting like Dynamite this week was bad. Um, but this was this was a good cap to this week's programming. We'll we'll go with that. I really do kind of like that Rampage feels like a third hour of Dynamite. Yeah, but I don't have to watch it till the end of the week. Right. It it feels like a third hour cut off, and it's kind of nice. Uh, overall, a fun week of wrestling, except for some releases and some sad Moxley news. But overall, good week. That's correct. And we have a lot to look forward to next week. Yeah, and we got a lot to talk about before we end this show. Let's talk a little bit about this Full Gear card, because I don't think... Are we going to have a show again before Full Gear? I don't think we are. We're going to have interviews, but other than that... I don't think so. Unless we want to just do a solo Dynamite review next week, which I don't... We might. It's hard to say. We might have to do that, to be honest with you. So let's run... Just because of how good uh, that card looks. Yeah, there might be a... Yeah. I feel like we kind of should. Yeah. But, so we're not committing to it, but probably... Well, I have Thursday, Friday off next week. So, yeah, definitely Dynamite Review for sure. There's no reason not to. So let's talk about this full gear card because, like we said, we're going to be short on time on that Dynamite review anyway. Let's just run through the full gear card now. This is as of October. Nope, not October. November 6th. You thought it was October still? Yeah, I did. I'm I'm so wonky in the head this week. Gosh dang, Ben. Gosh dang, Bryce. Why aren't we cursing? Um, Give me the rundown. We have the Super Click against Jurassic Cage in a Falls Count Anywhere match. I see no way Jurassic Cage loses this. Going to be good. It's going to be a great match. Uh, CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. Great match. Going to be a ripper. Um, Punk's going to win that, isn't he? I would have to think so. I don't see a reason to beat him yet. Uh, Darby versus MJF. I honestly don't know who's winning that because I don't know if they're going to do another match or not, and I don't know if there's a stipulation yet. I would have to imagine there's going to be, but... It's going to keep my mouth shut on that one. It's going to be good regardless unless they add something stupid to it. Don't place your bets on anything. With our luck, they're going to put that in a steel cage, and it's at the Target Center, so we're not going to be able to see shit. Oh, jeez, don't steel cage it. Uh, you've never seen a cage match at the Target Center. It's, like, <laughs> among the five worst experiences you can have. If there's a cage match, I think we're going to have to, like, re-watch it. Like, Am I going to have to like, buy this pay-per-view? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to buy it. Well, maybe we won't. I don't know. I Br- Bryce, so, either we've I, gone I half know. in on every pay-per-view, or I've just bought them. What do you mean you don't want to have to buy it? <laughs> I, I, we're already, we already get tickets to this. Uh, we're going to be there. You're right. <laughs> you're right we have we're already shilled out yeah we paid way more than pay-per-view pricing 
It's like, come well, on. No, we didn't, but our friend did. So. Oh, well. Thanks, right. Devlin. Anyway. Thanks. What's next? Lucha Brothers versus FTR for the AW World Tag Titles. I'm surprised they haven't made this a title for title match because they got because of those triple A belts. That would have made sense. I'm not sure they won't do it. Maybe that'll be something they uh, slap they on, slap on during Dynamite or something this week. Uh, Inner Circle versus Men of the Year and American Top Team which we've already talked about, in a Minneapolis street fight. Again, I don't know what the hell a Minneapolis street fight is. Is Anthony Edwards going to get involved? Is Delvin Cook going to get involved? No one knows, really. Or maybe Kirk Cousins will throw a ball at Ethan Page's head. I would like to see that. Well, you know, Kirk Cousins is going to throw the ball at Ethan Page, and then Ethan Page is going to catch it (laughs) to simulate an an interception. Or perhaps Kirk Cousins will get tackled and fumble. (laughs) Another common Kirk Cousins move. Wait, they're in Baltimore this week. That's not going to happen. Anyway. Brian. Rip rip the Vikings this week. Brian Danielson versus Miro in the Eliminator Tournament Final. Danielson's winning this match. How many matches have those two had in uh, WWE together? I don't know. I'm gonna be... they, they, they've had to have at least had one match together, right? Hold on, I'm Googling this. I will be very surprised if there's actually been none. They've had a couple. They've had at least one. I thought so. It was a Money in the Bank qualifier in 2018. That's it? That's the only one I can find. I'm not on... Uh, cage side seats or whatever it is though uh, well i'll look on the database and throw out in the description if there's another one uh brit baker versus tay conti that is going to be a ripper of a match a ripper and a half that's going to be a hell of a match and brit baker better not get booed because if she gets booed i'm going to be really sad Then the main event of the evening is Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page for the AEW World Title. I can't wait for this. This is going to be epic. It's going to be so good. I'm not sure that crowd won't be dead by the time it happens. We won't be dead. No, me and you won't be dead because we'll have had so much caffeine and booze on us in the last 24 hours that we'll have no choice but to scream. That's right. I am just so you know, Bryce is really loud when he gets drunk. <laughs> right, and so am I. But we're gonna we're... be sober for this show because we pretty much have to be. Yeah, because we have to get home. <laughs> okay, you're the only one that has to drive. I just okay, don't want to spend fifty dollars I... getting drunk at an arena. Yeah, you you know how arena beer prices are. You're paying like $10 a pop. Look, I can go to a bar halfway down the street where the bartender knows who I am because of where I used to work. So uh, if I'm going to get drunk, I'm going to go there. I'm not going to drink at this freaking arena. Fair enough. So and that is that is the end of that. That is going to be so much fun. It's going to be great. I feel like it'd be fun even if we were watching it on pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. Regardless. But... W- it's at home. We got to see it. I look forward to it. 
So I want to I want to point out something interesting about this pay per view, and we've been talking about locations a lot. It's interesting that they've sold this many tickets as quickly as they have because this was only announced on September 27th officially. I mean, it had leaked that this is probably where they were headed, but tickets didn't go on sale till October 1st for this show, and they're pretty much sold out. Yeah, we knew about Rampage. What a week earlier. Yeah. And once you once we saw that we knew, but um this is going to be the first show in Minnesota. Second one technically cuz Rampage, but well, yeah, but this 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 like tr- we are not going break. to Rampage by the way. Like we're not doing it. The re- I do not want to go downtown twice in a weekend. The the logistics of going to the Target Center from where we're going to be twice in two days is hell. So we're not doing that. Uh, But we will be watching Rampage. We will do that. Just not going to be there. Unless something really dramatic happens where we have to go. But barring that circumstance, uh, we will be watching it from the comfort of my living room. Drunk. Uh, (laughs) just whenever me and Bryce say we're going to be doing something in person together assume alcohol is involved I'm I'm just going to put that out there especially when it involves a bad WWE show oh god do you remember SummerSlam I do not want to think about that evening I'm surprised you remember it at all you were pretty drunk that show was horrible, and I am going to do my best to... We got really it. drunk after we recorded that show. It was bad, and I hated it, and I'm glad it was... I'm glad it's over. And hopefully I never have to subject myself to anything of that low of quality anytime soon. The next WWE pay-per-view I'm going to make you watch is uh, the Royal Rumble, probably. Le- hey. The Royal Rumble is usually pretty watchable. Even the bad Royal Rumbles. Even the ones where the whole card is shit, at least it's not complete shit. It is still watchable. Well, folks, that's going to do it for us. A bit of a shorter show this week, but you got a whole bunch of interviews. you got a whole bunch more coming. I'm going to try to get a bunch of interviews recorded before I go out of town so we can have a show every day of Full Gear Weekend. Uh, j- just to get something out. They may not be wrestling related, but it's something for you guys to listen to, something for you guys to digest, enjoy, non, whatever you want to say. Bryce, thanks yes, for sir. thanks for showing up for work today. Yeah. You're yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Thanks to our sponsors, ExpressVPN. Oh, boy. Bryce, seven days, brother. I haven't seen you since SummerSlam. I'm looking forward yeah. to that. I'm looking forward to it. And I am looking forward to talking about this show um, after it is done. And, yeah. Looking forward to next week, everyone. It's going to be a good one. Next week is going to be... It's going to be a good week. We'll see you guys then. See you for Dynamite. Actually, I've got a couple interviews coming out uh, tomorrow. So stay tuned for those as well. And uh, talk to you then. Bye.